Each of the four Gospels tell a story about a woman anointing Jesus with perfume or ointment while he was at someone's house. These are famous stories, but there's a lot of confusion about them, and I want to show you why they are confusing, provide some clarity, and show you why they are so beautiful today on the Gospel Gumbo Podcast. Thanks for listening to Season 1 of the Gospel Gumbo Podcast. Should I make a Season 2? I'm going to pay attention to three things to decide if there will be another season. Downloads, feedback, and money. You can encourage Season 2 quicker if you'll do two things for me. Number one, follow the podcast on your podcast player, and then you'll get every episode for free, and I will keep you updated with the progress of Season 2. And then number two, tell a friend about the podcast and get them to listen too. The more listeners, the quicker I'll work on season two. All right, let's get to today's episode. Paintings and other depictions of Jesus lying down at a table and being anointed by a woman abound, and for good reason. But what does the Bible really say about this? I'm going to start with my conclusion, and then I'm going to show you how I got there. Each of the Gospels tells one story about this, but I think that Matthew, Mark, and John all refer to the same incident, and Luke refers to a different incident. And this can be confusing because I think the two incidents are remarkably similar, but with some important differences. Let me show you. First, Matthew, Mark, and John say that this incident happened late in the ministry of Jesus, but Luke says it happened early. Matthew and Mark say it was in the home of Simon the leper in Bethany. John says it was in Bethany, but Luke says it was at the home of Simon the Pharisee. Matthew, Mark, and John all say that various people object to the wastefulness of this extravagant display. But Luke says the homeowner objected in his own mind regarding the sinfulness of the woman, not the wastefulness at all. In Matthew, Mark, and John, Jesus offers a rebuke, but he does not in Luke. After the incident, in Matthew, Mark, and John, Jesus says, The poor you always have with you, but not me. In Luke, he doesn't say that. Afterwards, he tells a parable about someone who has been forgiven much and who loves much. In Matthew, Mark, and John, they all tell us that the anointing was for Jesus' burial, but Luke doesn't give us a reason. So maybe you can see why I think that Matthew, Mark, and John all refer to the same incident. Matthew and Mark are actually almost word for word the exact same story. So that's pretty obvious. John tells it in quite different words, but the details are remarkably similar. John tells us, for instance, that the woman, the woman's name is Mary, Mary of Bethany, who was the sister of Martha and Lazarus. Uh, none of the other gospels name the woman. However, there are a few details that make the two incidents oddly similar. They both anoint Jesus from perfume or ointment kept in an alabaster jar. Someone objects, and Jesus uses the incident for a lesson. There's one reason that some people think that the account in Matthew and Mark is different than the incident in John, and that is how the anointing itself is described. In Matthew and Mark, the perfume is poured on his head, and in John, it is poured on his feet and wiped with her hair. However, this difference is pretty easily understood. 
John tells us that the entire jar was broken and the entire 12 ounces was used. If this is the case, there would be too much to put on just his feet or just his head. I think Mary anointed the entire body of Jesus. Yes, his head. Yes, his feet. And probably his arms, legs, and back, too. All three of the Gospels talk about a kind of preparation for burial, and that would include the entire body. It also makes sense to me that Matthew and Mark are thinking thematically of Jesus as king, and so anointing of the head would indicate that. John pays special attention to Mary at the feet of Jesus, and in the very next chapter, Jesus will wash the feet of the male disciples. I think that John is showing that the male disciples will not even wash their own feet, let alone Jesus' feet, with water, but Mary is already anointing the feet of Jesus with perfume. Popular opinion says that Mary Magdalene anointed Jesus' feet this way, and if so, she is the unnamed woman in Luke's gospel who was thought to be too sinful to approach Jesus this way. In the story with Mary of Bethany, the sister of Martha and Lazarus, the incident happens shortly after Lazarus is raised from the dead. Surely they have been talking about this. And I think that they came to realize what Jesus meant when he said, I am the resurrection and the life. I think they realized why Jesus waited until Lazarus had died to be a sign of his own resurrection and the resurrection of all things to come. What she did at that formal dinner shortly after her brother was raised from the dead, she anointed his entire body was a preparation for burial. That's what Jesus said it was. Now, If she realizes this, and honestly, we don't know, but if she does, she knows that he's going to die soon. Either she's really pessimistic and hopeless about Jesus, or she is absolutely confident in his resurrection after his upcoming death. I think she knew what she was doing, and the disciples, the male disciples, did not. Jesus goes on to say, the poor you will always have with you, but you do not always have me. Some have taken this to mean that since there will always be poor people with us, we should not even try to help because we can never solve poverty. Well, you can only say that if you don't know anything else about Jesus. Jesus loves the poor. And he wants us to love the poor. In fact, in Matthew 25, he says that whatever you do to the least of these, my brothers, you do to me. If Jesus was here physically... We would honor him in extravagant ways. But since he is no longer with us, we honor him by giving to the poor, the needy, the lonely, the broken, the suffering, and the vulnerable among us. And as we do this, we are giving our lives away just as he did. What else does it mean to be a disciple of Jesus than to walk in his ways? Thank you to Mary of Bethany and to the unnamed woman in Luke's gospel for their devotion and worship of the Lord Jesus. Thank you to the gospel writers and the generations of Christians who have given us these two stories to point us to Jesus, his love for us, and to inspire us to love him more. I hope you enjoyed that episode of the Gospel Gumbo Podcast. I would love to make season two, but I need to make sure that it is worthwhile. So I'm paying attention to three things, downloads, feedback, and money. It costs money to publish a podcast and not a small amount of work. Now, if you'll give me just $5 once, 
I'll give you your own private podcast link that will have all the episodes from Season 1 without any advertising, plus 10 extra bonus episodes. At various levels, you'll also get a lot of other cool stuff. Now, I'm not looking for a subscription, just a one-time purchase that will help me to know that this podcast has been helpful and that you would like me to make another season. Look for the show notes of this episode to find the link to give money. Podcasts are getting gobbled up by big corporations and conglomerates. Independent podcasters like me need your support. Thanks so much.